from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in. John Leonetti, the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We're streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It is Wednesday, June 24th. Happy fifth birthday to my daughter today, Gianna, and she will let you know it's her birthday as she sees you today. We've got a great show in store for you, 715. Coach Kramer Sutterberg is going to be on. Uh, coach is a uh, college basketball coach. He is the author of the book, Fill Your Cup for Christ, A Spiritual Journey Sown and Grown Through Sports. Uh, coach is going to be on coming up at about 715, all about his book today. You know, I'm a, I'm a sports guy, so when I see something like this, it kind of tugs at the heartstrings because I think there's a lot of uh, overlap, a lot of correlation between sports and the faith. Uh, Pope Francis has talked a lot about that as well. And what I mean by that is what we can learn from sports that help us in our Catholic faith. Uh, so we'll have Coach Sutterberg on coming up at about 7.15 today. Paul Bonner coming up at 7.45, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences for our Truth and Beauty segment. Today we're going to talk all about the difference between Augustine and Aquinas. You hear Augustine and Aquinas oftentimes paralleled against each other. Uh, you'll hear uh, you know, Plato, Aristotle, so we're going to kind of go through all of that philosophically today. So put on your uh, your philosophical lenses and we'll we'll get to it mark amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of channel 13 meteorologist megan selwa we'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well all right let's do it here on this wednesday deacon tony valdez let's offer our day to almighty god god our father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Well, good morning, John. I see you survived your little bike ride yesterday. You had beautiful weather conditions for that. I did. Yeah, it was a long one. Well, you made it back. That's important. Uh, we, we didn't hear from you. We had the search party ready to go out at, uh, I think it was 8, of, 8 o'clock this morning we were going to send the search party out. We, we would wait that long for you. Funny you say that because I got a call from my wife at about an hour and a half in. She said, are you you all right? And I said, uh, yeah. You don't have any confidence in me? <laughs> well, John, when you're on a parts unknown here in central Iowa on a bike trail, there's a lot of elements out there that you have to navigate, and we know you have trouble with some of the elements. Well, I'm getting, I'm getting used to them. I, uh, I was getting used to some of the bike trails, but I took Douglas all the way out. In fact, uh, I took the trail out as far as you could possibly go, uh, about 168th Street, um, and then turned back, went up Meredith. and So it was a longer bike ride yesterday, about an hour and 45 minutes. I just kind of kept going. You know, you kind of feel it. You're getting that workout in, burning those sure. calories, and I said, I'm just going to keep going today. So. I did. 
Absolutely. Well, and rightly so. And today's another beautiful day. It's a perfect 10, actually, on the uh, weather scale because uh, they balance everything with humidity and the heat index and uh, temperature. And we've got a great day in shape today and tomorrow before the rains move back in. Hopefully everybody's dried out and hopefully that swamp in your backyard is drying up. That's what I'm hoping, too. i got to mow that uh, coming up here soon. So that's it. Yeah, perfect 10. Get outside today. Absolutely. Well, today is hump day, and you mentioned your daughter's birthday today. She's five already. She'll let you know, too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Just yesterday, we were just talking about her birth, I, I thought. Maybe just time just flies. It flies, I'll tell you what. Yeah, she's uh, she's pretty excited about her day. I tell you, my, my, my wife and my kids, they love their birthdays, and uh, so we, we celebrate. Mm-hmm. Now, this uh, when Gianna was born, you were here for that. It was uh, when Anthony was born. <laughs> that, uh, that was a different circumstance. Did you bring that up? Where where was Dad at when I was born, Mom? Does well, that come up in the household? it's funny because Gianna, Teresa was showing Gianna um, pictures of her being born yesterday. And Gianna brought the picture over to me and she said, Dad, this is the day I was born. And here's Joseph and here's Mom. And I said, Gianna, I was there. You know, but I, I, I bring the up the other one. Yeah, I wasn't out of the country for you, Gianna. <laughs> Uh, that's all. I knew that would come up some point in time in the Leonetti history. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to account for that. Yeah. That'll be there. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. We'll celebrate with that young lady and many more to oh, come. I will. No doubt. Bless her soul. Thank Absolutely. You. All right. Let's get right to it this morning. Got a beautiful day here in Central Iowa from the WHO TV 13 weather desk. A meteorologist Megan Selwalk currently in Des Moines. Mostly clear skies. 58 degrees. A west wind at five miles per hour. Today we're going to see more sun. Get the sunglasses out. Sunny skies. A high of 80 degrees. Northwest winds at five to 10 miles per hour throughout the day. And then uh, tonight mostly clear. Overnight low of 60 degrees. Tomorrow partly cloudy, warmer as humidity moves back into the forecast. A high of 86 degrees for your Thursday. Thursday night is when the showers and thunderstorms begin moving in. It's Friday. Scattered showers, thunderstorms throughout the day on Friday. High of 87 degrees. The weekend not looking too bad. It'll be warmer. Highs in the mid-80s. Partly cloudy on Saturday, but more storms possible on Sunday. And again, today's weather scale, a perfect 10 to be outdoors. Well, in the news, on this uh, Wednesday morning, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources and the Des Moines Public Works are searching for the source of a petroleum leak on the uh, Raccoon River near Principal Park. Now, according to the DNR press release yesterday, they began receiving reports of sheens on the Raccoon and Des Moines rivers around 1.30 yesterday afternoon. Officials traced the discharge back to a storm sewer uh, that empties into the rivers at the bridge near Southwest 7th Street. Now, officials have tracked the petroleum through the uh, storm sewer system, but were unable to find the exact source. Officials were co- will continue to monitor the uh, site through today, and there are no uh, concerns about drinking water safety. According to the DNR spokesperson, the uh, discharged petroleum was downriver from the waterworks intake point. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And last night, high school baseball and softball resumed as it was makeup uh, night uh, last night. In high school softball, six-ranked Valley. Valley improved their record eight nos. They swept a doubleheader from the Dowling softball team by scores of fifteen to two and fourteen to three. Dowling softball team drops to five and three on the season. High school baseball last night, seventh ranked Dowling improved this record to uh, seven and one. In a game you heard right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, is Dowling sweeping a doubleheader from the Valley Tigers with by scores of ten nothing and seven to two. Uh, the Tigers fall to four and four on the season. Tonight we'll have high school softball and baseball right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ankeny Centennial at Dowling and. 
doubleheader baseball game. Softball game begins at 5 o'clock, a doubleheader. Centennial ranked 10th in softball, and the Centennial Jaguars ranked uh, just outside the top 10 in baseball as they'll take on the Maroons tonight right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. First pitch, 5 o'clock, Joe Stacy with the call pregame at 4 4 445. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have 58 degrees with clear skies, west wind at 5 miles per hour. Today we will see mostly sunny skies with a high of 80 degrees, northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio, news, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show, coming up Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Hamadale. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is business as usual on 235 as you're heading into downtown for the west and east mixer. There's an accident, Highway 28 of Veterans Parkway. So, uh, so use a caution in that area if you're going to be uh, going through there. It's Highway 28 uh, there, Southwest McKinley Veterans Parkway. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strictly by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Pope Francis uh, with his Wednesday general audience address saying that in life's ups, ups and downs, we need to make prayer our constant. King David is an example of being consistent in prayer, the Pope says, no matter what life throws at you or what good or bad you do. Uh, He said this in his general audience address Wednesday. Still not out in the big crowds yet. Uh, You know, if you've ever been to Rome, you've probably been to one of those Wednesday general audience addresses. Been to several of them and love them. They are just a blast. It's an early morning. Because, uh, you know, you, you got to get your tickets beforehand. So, um, you know, with, with me, I, I make sure the group all has the tickets before. We have someone that makes sure that happens. Then we got to get up extra early that morning. So breakfast is always at about 6 o'clock. And then get going, get down there at about 8. And then there's always a couple hours, two, two and a half hours that you got to wait. And sometimes in the sun, it can be pretty darn hot. But nonetheless, it's worth it. Because then you start to hear the rumbles of the crowd. And all of a sudden, someone says, it's the Pope. The Pope comes out in his Pope mobile and uh, rides around. Pope Francis, he Pope Francis rides around several times um, the the St. Peter's Square there, and of course he'll stop once in a while and uh, you know kiss the babies and uh, wave to the crowd and and see people and it's just it's always fun to be able to see. Um, he turned his back on me though. Yeah, he he was driving up, and I I was waving to him, and right as he was getting about ready to where I was, he just kind of turned over to the other crowd and started waving to them. I said, come on, Holy Father. But uh, nonetheless, it's fun. He's not out doing that yet. In fact, he's going to be taking his break here uh, from his Wednesday general audience addresses, and just in general, and July is kind of the month that the Holy Fathers have uh, dedicated to their quote-unquote rest time or vacation or retreat, whatever you want to call it. Uh, for Pope Francis, he's generally made it more of a retreat. Same thing with Pope Emeritus Benedict Sixteenth. I can't speak to John Paul II and what he did on it because I don't know. But uh, nonetheless, Pope Francis goes into his time uh, or break time and saying that prayer is able to ensure the relationship with God, who is the true companion of man's journey in the midst of many hardships of life, good or bad. But prayer always 
Thank you, Lord. I'm afraid, Lord. Help me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. These are prayers. These are prayers. He said, um, quote, David was a saint and sinner, persecuted and persecutor, victim and executioner, which is a contradiction. David was all this together. And we, too, have often opposite traits in our lives. In the plot of living, all men often sin inconsistently. But the Pope emphasized the consistent thread in David's life was prayer. David the Holy prays. David the Holy prays. David the sinner prays. David the persecuted prays. David the persecutor prays. David the victim prays. Even David the executioner, he stated. Praise. In the Psalms, David teaches us to bring everything into dialogue with God. Joy as guilt, love as suffering, friendship as much as an illness. Everything can become a word addressed to the you who always listens to us. I really thought that was beautiful this morning. If you can uh, hop on, you can go to vatican.va and you can read the entire general audience address where the Holy Father encourages, continues to encourage uh, prayer in our in our lives. You know, we I think we can oftentimes think, you know, prayers, oh, it's during this time of my life. Um, but it's not. It's during all times, even the difficult times, the struggles, um, the times when you'd rather just kind of beat yourself up, and the times when you feel very close to the Lord. All times are for prayer. So we pray for the Holy Father as he goes into his July break. Coming up right after this, Coach Kramer Soderberg is going to be on. Coach is a uh, coach in Missouri, a college uh, coach, basketball coach, and he wrote a book that I, I think really is, is pretty neat. I, I've been, I started it. I, I've been reading it, but I'm not all the way through it yet. But it's very good. Fill Your Cup for Christ, a spiritual journey sown and grown through sports. Coach is going to be on coming up next to talk about that parallel. Bo Bonner at 745 today with our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Wednesday, June 24th. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, 20 years, Golden Rule. One thing I didn't know about them is their technicians are trained in their training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Thank you for underwriting the show. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral 
funeral home and crematory, for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Hello, everyone. This is John Martinoni from Open Line Monday. I always tell people Catholic Radio does three primary things. It makes good Catholics better Catholics. It brings fallen away Catholics back to the faith. And it brings non-Catholics closer to and sometimes even into the faith. Your money towards Catholic Radio is going for a very good cause. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Bell Construction, residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs. Appreciate all he does for this show and has done for Iowa Catholic Radio for a long time now. I think we're getting into the... The two-year mark with Dean. Dean's been a dear friend of mine for a while. Residential Reroofs, 30 years. Never put his name behind anything except Iowa Catholic Radio. 963-4494. 963-4494. Not even Catholic, by the way. He's not even Catholic, but he, he understands the good work that this radio station is doing and changing lives. All right, let's go to my next guest. He's a coach, college basketball coach, and a man of faith. Father, husband, Kramer Soder, Soderberg uh, joins me. Hello, Kramer. How we doing, John? I'm appreciate do- you having me. Well, thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, you know, Fill Your Cup for Christ is the book. I, I started it. It's an excellent read so far, uh, Coach. And I, I'll tell you, you know, I, I am a sucker for sports. I, my, my listeners know that. I love sports. I'm a, a baseball fanatic, which I'm elated right now because it's, of course, coming back. And you do oh, yeah. a great job of kind of highlighting the, um, the, the ways in which sports can lead us or can help us in our Catholic faith. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's um, part of what I wanted the book to be about. And, you know, we see it a, a lot, you know, filtered throughout the Bible. You know, St. Paul talks about uh, the sports aspect of our faith journey, and that's kind of what I wanted to do is, is, is portray in my book the idea that, you know, how athletes, you know, pursue greatness in their in their perspective sports, we can also pursue greatness in our spiritual lives um, as Catholics. So uh, that's kind of the, the main flux of the book, and uh, I think, at least from the responses I've been getting, it, it's, been, it's been pretty good so far. Now, when you say uh, pursuing greatness in our faith, what does that look like? Yeah, so um, I, I like to tell the story about the filling your cup, um, when I was in sixth grade, you know, my, my dad was a college basketball coach my whole life. He's currently at the University of Virginia, but he had a basketball camp and gave a little speech to the campers, and he brought out three different sized cups. Um, one was a big cup, the second one was a medium-sized cup, and the third one was really small. Um, and he told us it doesn't matter how big your cup is, meaning it doesn't matter how much potential you have. All that matters is how much water you put in that cup. And that analogy drove me as an athlete because 
I was a you know a five nine little unathletic kid who wanted to play college basketball. Um, so that that hit me home, and and I think that is what success is in our spiritual life is not necessarily worrying about how much talent you've been given as a a communicator or um, you know how much influence you have, but how much you give to the Lord um, in your everyday vocation. Has the faith for you always been at the at the front of the line here, or is uh, maybe it, it it taken a back seat for a while? Oh no, yeah, it it definitely has taken a back seat. You know, I was, I mean, up and through college um, until probably I got married and started having kids. I was your typical, you know, cradle Catholic who uh, was bored and didn't really know what was going on. But once you start to become a father and a husband, you start to realize what's most important. And then, you know, through some of my own trials, I came to to really trust and you know surrender myself to God and. Um, and it, it's bared good fruit so far. What can what can we right now, just the everyday Catholic that's listening to this, what can we um, as Christians do to improve our faith? What's maybe one or two things that, that you recommend the most? Well, for, first and foremost is, you know, is a, is a sound prayer life. Um, I think, you know, just like in sports, there, no success will happen, you know, for a team, whether it's baseball, basketball, whatever, if there's not great communication between all the parties, you know. So that's what prayer is, is, is communication between us and God, between us and Jesus. And it's, you know, it transforms our minds to, um, to get in line with Christ and His will for us. So, you know, I think, I think having a, a profound prayer life is first and foremost. And then secondly, I think, I think living your life in a way that your your spiritual life isn't separated from the other aspects of your life. I think the 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 most profound Christians and the ones who have really shaped their lives to uh, unite with Christ are the ones who make every aspect of their life um, a a Christian expression. Um, in that, not just when I go to church on Sundays am I united to Christ, but through my work. Um, as a basketball coach, as a husband, as a father, um, doing different activities throughout the day, everything united to Christ, that, that is the Christian experience. That is what brings people to the faith uh, through our example. You're probably not able to talk about your, your Catholic faith uh, on the basketball court or at the schools that you, you coach at, but you know, how do you show that, or how do you allow the people you're coaching to see that faith is the most important thing to you? Yeah, yeah, that's that's at, at a school that necessarily is you know kind of non-denominational or non-affiliated. Um, you don't you don't get to express your your Catholic faith uh, very often. But um, we have a great Newman Center at Millican, and I've got to speak there. We have a great FCA program at Millican, um, so I do it in that way. But but on the court, and you know, just through through my my life, and you know, my interaction with my family and my players, I hope that those who see me. Um, see Jesus shining through and, and maybe start to ask the question, well, why is this guy, you know, joyful all the time? Why does this guy act the way he does? And, and perhaps that leads to, you know, some of my players who are struggling coming in and saying, coach, you know, I need some help. And, and those, um, individual conversations often lead to the spiritual realm. And, and that's when I get to express my Catholic faith and, and hopefully, 
um, ignite some young men that I'm in charge of to do the same. Now, if you could help uh, people, you know, in, in their faith, and this is a book that I found. I, I'm a guy, I'm a simple guy when it comes to reading and, and, and you know, theology. I, I really, I'll take different really uh, intense theological works and I'll try to find someone that's broken it down several times yeah, over. Yeah. And, and I think your writing is really kind of a, 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 akin to that. I mean, you, you've really kind of broken this down for the everyday Catholic, uh, for the everyday Christian. I mean, you don't even have to be Catholic to read this book. Of course, you talk about your Catholic faith in here, but right. to follow Jesus and, and that this is the most important thing in your life. And I love how you kind of curtail that, of course, with, with sports. I, as you said, I'm kind of a, as I said, I'm kind of a sports nut. Uh, and there's mm-hmm. a lot to learn on the court. There's a lot to learn in the field right. when it comes to uh, taking your faith to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to write it in a way, and and, and Lord knows I am by no means a, an author. I'm a basketball coach who just kind of had this put on my heart that I needed to write a book. So it is written in a very simple way. You know, I try to write it in a way that, um, you know, as a coach would talk to his team, that's that's kind of how I wanted to write it. And I, and I hope that those who, you know, maybe aren't super deep in their theological studies and maybe need a, maybe a simpler approach to their faith life can kind of uh, grasp onto my way of writing and, and my message. The art's pretty good on the cover. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, you know, uh, uh, my brother's girlfriend did a, did a great job of, of designing it. She's an awesome digital media did phenomenal job. I was really pleased with it. Man, she's excellent, no doubt. Now, now, you know I have a mean three-point shot, my friend. Do you? Do you be here in Des Moines? I hope you follow through. I hope you follow through at the end. I I follow through. I don't have any. uh, You know, I I play my pickup basketball with my guys. Now, (laughs) some of them are you know fifty, sixty, seventy years old, but uh, and they still school me. But still, I uh, I've I've got my shot. That's my game, and I'm a firm believer that if you put up enough offense, you you don't have to play defense. What do you think about that, coach? You don't you don't have any eligibility left. (laughs) I got none, and uh, you should be very happy about that, Uh, Coach Kramer Sutterberg. The uh, author of the book, Fill Your Cup for Christ, A Spiritual Journey Sown and Grown Through Sports. Where can people get the book, Coach? Yeah, they can go to my website at um, KramerSoderberg.com, or you can find it on Amazon, um, both places you can you can um, get relayed to get that book. And, I, you know, again, I, I hope this um, the word spreads about the book and, and we can bring as many people to Christ and to the Catholic Church and, and hopefully... Uh, Get a lot of souls to heaven and create a lot of saints. He's got some really well, souls. That's my hope. He's got some soul stirring questions on the back of the book. What motivates you? Are you coping with your trials and difficulties? Are you searching for truth or hiding from it? What is your goal in life, friends? This might be a good book for you to get as a gift uh, for someone that you know, Coach Kramer Soderberg. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for coming on. John, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. God bless. Great job this morning. All right. Good stuff, friends. Yeah, and this is a book, like I said, this is a book that, you know, even if you think, well, I, I, I'm not really into sports or anything, you can still read this thing and get a lot out of it. Not to mention you can get it for someone that, that you know, maybe a, a friend or an athlete themselves. Good stuff this morning. Coming up, 745, Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences, going to talk about uh, the differences in, in theology between Augustine and Aquinas. Sometimes you've heard that there's a difference or different approaches. They feel like kind of two lanes on the highway, uh, and also the overlap there, of course, with Plato and Aristotle. So we'll, we'll have that for you coming up on your Catholic Truth and Beauty segment here. I'm going to leave some good time for that, because uh, Bo, he's been hitting it out of the park lately. Don't go anywhere, friends. John Lee, Eddie in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is Wednesday, June 24th.
Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, creating a natural solutions, a lush and full landscape for customers to enjoy for many, many years. Passion for beautiful-looking landscape, 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Honesty and integrity, 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Father Andrew now at today's Gospel in Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father, but his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs, asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name, and all were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke blessing God. Then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took, took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the desert until the day of his manifestation to Israel. The Gospel of the Lord Today is a solemnity of the Nativity of St. John the Baptist, who is a cousin of Jesus and, more importantly, his herald. As the neighbors and relatives of Zechariah and Elizabeth rejoice with the couple that the Lord showed mercy toward them, we might ask the question whether we too rejoice whenever and for whomever God shows his mercy. Perhaps it's in this rejoicing and even more so trusting that God's will be done, that like Zechariah, we'll be freed from whatever keeps us from from cooperating with him, instead of letting that joy turn to fear like the neighbors. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Eddie, the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Coming up, Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences, going to talk about our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment today. With uh, uh, going to talk about the two lanes of the highway 
as I like to say, of, uh, er, uh, excuse me, well, Aristotle and Plato, yes, but we're going to also talk about Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas today. So no matter which lane you're in, and I think some people are either Augustinian or, or they're Thomistic, um, I, I think you're going to... Um, I think you're going to enjoy this segment. Bo will bring a lot of insight for us today and clear some things up. I tried to give Bo some of the hard stuff, and he said, John, leave me more time. I can't talk about the problem of evil in four minutes. So that's the inside joke with Bo and I. Uh, and I say if, if anyone can do it, he can. So I'm going to leave him some good time today. All right, let's get to it. Wednesday, June 24th. Yes, my daughter's fifth birthday today, and she's pretty excited about that. She said, uh, I said what do you want for dinner? couple days ago and she said i want my favorite thing in the world macaroni and cheese and pulled pork i said well we got a huge tub of pulled pork in the in the uh, refrigerator and leftover macaroni and cheese i said you want that she said yeah i said okay we're having leftovers for you that makes it easy let's do it deacon tony valdez that's all for our day to almighty god i'll be over for the pulled well pork. she's not always that easy i'll tell you that but <laughs> she uh leftovers tonight she made it easy on mom and dad all right God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Wednesday to you. It's hump day and your daughter's birthday. Yes, so what a day you have in store, I'm sure. Five years old today. Teresa works for some of it, but I'll I'll be uh, going over to mom and dad's for a little bit. Mom's making a big deal out of it today and, and spending some time. Sure. Absolutely. And rightly so. That's a, that's a milestone. And uh, you'll have to delay your bike ride uh, until next week. I know you had one yesterday, but uh, the daddy-daughter bike ride might have to be postponed because of birthday celebration well i'm about one one bike ride a week right now so it's trying to get those muscles built up it's not i'm, I'm walking funny today my legs are sore oh recovery day that's yeah. right because yeah. <laughs> it was delayed monday because of the rain and then uh it was yesterday that was your your big tour yeah it's a big tour <laughs> here i am going five miles per hour i guess you could call it that it's a tour, you know. Yeah. You, you went to start in Polk, over in Dallas County, and then back in Polk <laughs> County. Just glad you made it back without a search party. Yeah, and maybe uh, some authorities getting involved, John. Maybe someday yeah. I'll be able to make it that far. <laughs> perfect ten. A nice today. interview with uh, Coach. Oh yeah, Coach. perfect ten in the weather. Yeah, perfect ten. Yes, that's right. Uh, but I was going to mention Coach Sodenberg. Uh, his dad was a, a longtime coach around here. I think he was up in Wisconsin. Uh, was a head coach, Brad, and now in the staff University of Virginia. But I didn't realize he had a son that was out coaching. And that's a, that's a great uh, great segment you had, John. Yeah, he did a great job. I didn't realize his dad made it to uh, University of Virginia. That's that's a big school. Yeah, Basketball his dad school. was a head coach. I think it was at St. Louis. I'm going back here in my memory. I'm not quite sure. I think it was St. Louis University. He was down there and then uh, accepted the assistant job at uh, Virginia, where he's an assistant coach. Very cool. Didn't know that. Yeah, so you you didn't ask you for any tips, and I'm glad you didn't because there's no tips that's really going to help you. Uh, I I just love it when Dean Bell posts you up and, and knocks it down, and uh, you're just all about offense and don't want to play any defense, John. That'll continue in your career. That's my game. <laughs> all right, well let's get get right to it this morning on this uh, 
Perfect 10 Wednesday, as they're calling it, right now from the WHO-TV 13 Weather Desk and Meteorologist Megan Selwall, currently at the Mercy One Studios. Clear skies, 58 degrees, a west wind at 5 miles per hour, and today we'll see mostly sunny skies, a high of 80 degrees here in central Iowa, northwest winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low of 60 degrees, and tomorrow, partly cloudy and warmer, high of 86 degrees. Tomorrow night, we'll see showers and thunderstorms move in and continue on Friday. Friday, a high of 87 degrees with scattered showers and thunderstorms throughout the day. Saturday, it will clear off in the uh, mid-morning and afternoon, partly cloudy. And on Sunday, more storms back in the forecast, highs in the mid-80s this weekend. Well, in the news, on this Wednesday morning, while well, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources and the Des Moines Public Works are searching for the uh, source of a petroleum leak on the Raccoon River near Principal Park. Now, according to the DNR press release yesterday, they began receiving reports of sheens on the Raccoon uh, Raccoon and Des Moines River around 1.30 yesterday afternoon. Officials traced the discharge back to a storm sewer that empties into the rivers at the bridge near southwest 7th Street. Officials have tracked the petroleum through the storm sewer system but were unable to find the source. Officials will continue to monitor the site through today and there are no concerns about drinking water safety. According to a DNR spokesperson, the discharged petroleum was downriver from the waterworks in tank a point. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night we had high school baseball and softball. Uh, Dowling Catholic teams involved in high school softball. Six ranked Valley sweeping a doubleheader from Dowling Catholic by scores of 15 to 2 and 14 to 3. The Maroon softball team now with a record of 5 and 3. Valley now 8 and 0. Oh. And last night in games you heard right here on Iowa Catholic Radio was seventh ranked Dowling baseball team improving their record to 8 and 1 as they swept a doubleheader from uh, West Des Moines Valley by scores of 10 nothing and 7-2, to two, and we have a highlight clip from last night's baseball game. This thing is hit deep, going back, 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 back. Out of here! That is a home run for Matt Anderson. A three-run dinger. And that was a call from our Joe Stacy on Iowa Catholic Radio last night as a Dowling baseball team now ranked seventh. And with the record of seven and one, they will take on right here on Iowa Catholic Radio tonight. Ankeny Centennial will have the doubleheader right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Pre-game at 445, first pitch five o'clock from the, uh, George Cadero field at Dowling Catholic High School baseball field. Seventh ranked Dowling hosting Ankeny Centennial will be part of a girl or part of a softball and baseball doubleheader tonight with Ankeny Centennial. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, clear skies, 58 degrees of west wind at 5 miles per hour. Today we will see mostly sunny skies throughout the day, a high of 80 degrees with northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are now accident-free, so back to business as usual. 235, uh, no problems to pass along there. Running about seven minutes as you're heading into downtown from the West and East Mixer again on 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken Construction. 
has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's Travic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. He called out from the desert to make straight the path of the Lord. Today is the feast of the birth of John the Baptist. His birthday. Luke's Gospel in particular focuses on John the Baptist's role in salvation by relating the birth of John. The event parallels some of the events of Christ's birth, and in that way, John prefigures and prepares the community for the coming of the Messiah. Yet, we know that John did not fully understand all that Christ's coming entailed. When Jesus appeared on the banks of the Jordan to be baptized, John was dumbfounded, remarking that it was Christ who should baptize him and not the other way around. Later, while in prison, John sent his disciples to ask Jesus if he was the Messiah, perhaps because what he thought the Messiah's coming would look like did not match what was happening. John died a martyr's death, beheaded for defending God's truth and wisdom. We are told in that he was the greatest of men born of woman, and that even the least in the kingdom of God is greater, demonstrating that this world and its pleasures are nothing compared to an eternity spent with God. We ask today... St. John the Baptist, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day, experienced in wills and estate planning, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Yeah, Gianna means John. Of course, it's the Italian John. Gianna is how it's traditionally. Uh, in, in, I guess you could say in America, many people say Gianna. But yes, it would just be Gianna there in Italy. And uh, true story, I, I didn't make the connection at all, but when she was born on this feast day, I, you know, a lot of people ask me, was she named after John the Baptist? You know, Jonna, John the Baptist. And she wasn't named after John the Baptist, was she named after you? No, she wasn't named after me, because I didn't know that Jonna was John in Italian, kind of the female version of it, but it all worked out. I'll tell you what, and uh, I don't know, maybe that's the Lord's wink that she's got something in store for evangelizing and preparing the way of the Lord. But John the Baptist, I think, friends, is the most underrated saint we have in the Catholic Church today. I mean that sincerely. We, I, I think we just kind of all too easily sometimes just kind of move by John the Baptist. And here Jesus props him up. Uh, the, the power of this saint, the love for God, the passion of this saint that we find in John the Baptist. Nothing got in the way. Nothing got in the way. And so today we celebrate that, his birthday, the feast of his birth, and honor him and ask St. John the Baptist to pray for us in our lives as well, to be good evangelizers of the gospel. Because we're all evangelizing. There's no doubt about it. It's just a matter of what we're evangelizing and how. John the Baptist again. Pray for us today. Bo Bonner coming up right after this. Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. We're going to talk about the two lanes of the the theological highway here of uh, Augustine and Aquinas. Plato, Aristotle, of course, both of them drawing from. So we'll have uh, that for you coming up right after this for your Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Do not go anywhere. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. BlessmanInternational.org, bringing out many different teams of people all the way to Limpopo, South Africa, to do what? But to change lives, to bring the gospel, of course, to feed many different children and families there, fostering food-secure communities and helping in that as well. BlessmanInternational.org, thank you for underwriting the show. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Your diocesan minute is right now.
Here's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, June 24th. I'm Stan Ashes. Happy birthday to Father Frank Palmer, one of our retired priests. Today he celebrates his 84th birthday. It's also a special day for Bishop Johnson. Today marks the 31st anniversary of his ordination to the priesthood. He was ordained for the Archdiocese of Dubuque on this day in 1989. Also celebrating ordination anniversaries today are Father Chris Hartshorn of Sacred Heart Parish in West Des Moines, Father John Bertogli of St. Ambrose Cathedral, and Father Dan Kirby of St. John the Apostle Parish in Norwalk. If you happen to see our newly ordained deacons around, congratulate them and encourage them as they begin their last year of studies before priestly ordination. Deacon Jake Epstein will spend his summer helping at St. Boniface Parish in Waukee. Deacon Reed Flood will spend the summer at St. John the Apostle Parish in Norwalk. And Deacon Brad Roby will be helping at Saints Peter and Paul Parish in Ankeny. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Stan Ashes. Listen to Be Not Afraid with Father Fabian Mancata and Father P.J. McManus Tuesday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thanks for joining me. Happy 31st priesthood anniversary to Bishop Johnson today. Big happy anniversary to him. Make sure to offer a prayer for him and thank God for his priesthood today. Let's go to my next guest, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences, Bo Bonner, back on the show for your Truth and Beauty segment this morning. Hello, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you? Doing just fine, my friend. Uh, Two lanes of the highway, I like to call them, Augustine and Aquinas. You're going to end up in the same place, uh, which is a deep love for our Lord. But it oftentimes seems that, you know, we are either on one in one lane or the other uh, when it comes to Augustine and Aquinas. Is that is that fair? Well, I think there's certainly truth to it. On one hand, it's important to realize that after uh, one of the after the scriptures, one of the people that Aquinas himself quotes the most is St. Augustine. Mm. So, of course, there's a way to say that Thomas Aquinas himself is an Augustinian who loves Augustine and, and thinks he's enough of an authority on a lot of uh, times to quote him straight out. But Those are fight words for case. Thomas. Right. But it's certainly the case that uh, he, he doesn't completely agree uh, with Augustine, that there's certainly a remarkable difference, like you said, of approach or path that they take to similar answers. 
And I would even say that the, the most true part, John, is probably in Thomas Aquinas' time and right afterwards, that Augustinians, so people who really see themselves as in line with Augustine, do in fact have quite a bit of differences with Thomas Aquinas. And I would say that that central uh, reason is the two camps when it comes to approaching the philosophical world and, so to speak, the, the pagan influence that they use to make sense of the scriptures really does sort of come from two different places. So Augustine clearly uses Plato, the ancient philosopher Plato, primarily, he, and in fact, exclusively almost. I don't know if he ever really mentions Aristotle, uh, but Thomas Aquinas certainly does. Aristotle is a huge influence on him. And so, of course, Aristotle... Uh, in ancient Greece, is the student of Plato. And once again, there's so much that Aristotle actually takes from Plato, but they make, even when they come to similar conclusions, makes really specific uh, uh, differences, like you said, roads to to get to similar paths. And so I think that uh, it's interesting to say how Aristotle influenced by Plato, but different, certainly a good way to begin thinking about how uh, Thomas Aquinas similar to uh, Augustine, uh, but but comes to different decisions, like you said, down different paths. And I want to draw that out a little bit in a second, but I, I want to make clear, when we talk about maybe disagreements, we're not talking about doctrine here as, you know, church teaching. So one would be against the church and one would be uh, with the church, correct? Obvious, yes, very much so. That like When we're talking about this, it really is uh, the philosophy that makes sense of the dogmas that the church believes and that both of them uh, like you said, very much upheld. Can I put you on the spot? I mean, what what would there be an example that you can think of, maybe, that we have these two approaches that uh, would, would differ? Yeah, I think the most overwhelming one would be their understanding of how the body and the soul relate, how the body and the soul relate. So Augustine, true Platonist, thinks that the soul not only is dominant, it really is sort of the whole kit and caboodle, the body... Um, it's not unimportant, but Platonists really do kind of see a secondary function of the body, uh, so much so that everything else that people would talk about, the big differences between Aquinas and, and Augustine, so their theories of knowledge, how faith and reason go together, even some of their political differences, <clears throat> is really housed in this big distinction. For the Platonist and Augustine, the soul is the soul is the soul, and the body has a secondary relationship to it. But for Thomas Aquinas, body and soul are what the, the, the sort of geeky term is in hylomorphic unity, which is to say that the soul is the life of the body and doesn't even really make complete sense without the body. Mm. For, for Thomas Aquinas, he has to go to great lengths to explain how a soul can exist without the body because he saw the unity of body and soul so completely and firmly, and this this really changes a lot of everything he talks about, from his understanding of the importance of the Incarnation all the way to our life together as a body politic. Uh, so much so, John, that certain people uh, in Thomas's day accused him of being a materialist, hmm. not because they literally thought he was a materialist, but because he saw the body and soul as so unified. Where would you fall? Uh, very much with Thomas Aquinas. I think his point solves a lot of difficulties that, um, you know, errors or mistakes that I've ran into people talking about uh, Christianity, and again, this might be more my, you know, personal story coming from 
evangelical Catholic, uh, uh, Christianity, where people would be prone to talk about Christianity as the great Scott, you know, you know, in the by and by afterworld. Don't worry about our life; everything will be fine later. Which I have a lot of sympathy for when life has been rough and tough. But the idea that Jesus Christ came in the flesh, became a man, died in his body, was raised in his body, the importance of the resurrection, I think Thomas Aquinas brilliantly has a way to make all of that so much more important and vivid than sometimes even Augustine, who I would say is, right after Thomas Aquinas, one of the most influential people on my life. Now, why Plato and Augustine? Why Aristotle and Aquinas? Well, Plato, by the time that Augustine is around, is the dominant force in nearly all of the Greek and Roman world. Um, and, and by this, it, it, like I said, it, it's not Plato himself, but the Platonists. Sure. So, you know, the, 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 the scientific and philosophical community that follows after Plato is extremely dominant by the time you get to the 300s A.D., when Augustine's running around. And uh, all sorts of different schools, all the way from Stoics and even, yes, like the, the, the people who came after Aristotle and things like this, um, they get their ideas from Plato. And Plato is, is, is essential to really understanding early Christian theology, the, the, the terms that he uses and things like this, they borrow from greatly. By the t- time Thomas Aquinas comes around, Aristotle had been largely forgotten in Western Christianity, and it was actually a matter of um, the Crusades and the interaction with the Islamic empires that the Western Church begins to rediscover entire works of Aristotle that had been lost. So they translate them from Arabic back into um, Latin and are able to read them for the first time in several hundred years. And people just see Aristotle as this treasure trove of being able to solve a whole host of problems. Other people think he caused other ones. But Thomas is is sort of alive at the time where the big question of what do you do with Aristotle is really in the sort of cultural milieu, and he gives this stunning answer about how if we think through what some of Aristotle says and baptize it with Catholic theology, that it, it actually solves some of the problems that were on the horizon in the medieval church. And, you know, so Thomas thinks about the timeliness of God's providence to hold Aristotle back until his day so that he could be studied and used for the good of the Church. How would you recommend going about reading or studying the works of Augustine or Aquinas? Well, I mean, I think it's twofold. On one hand, uh, you know, no one uh, has to be some sort of technical scholar um, to get to heaven by any means. And so the, the works that I think are most important um, for both, one with Augustine, it's the Confessions, which yeah. parts of it can be pretty technical, but you can just skip those. To hear uh, St. Augustine talk about his his confession of the, the, the bad life he lived and how he changed and converted is just one of the central stories of the Western Church. And then with Thomas Aquinas, he has a catechism that's... Uh, you know, just like very basic questions over the faith, and then I think he gives like a commentary on uh, the Creed and the Hail Mary. Both of those would be what I would start with, and if it takes you five or ten years to read both of those, just stick with those, because they, they, you know, both Augustine and Thomas Aquinas were pastors, and they had a heart for people 
who weren't in the universities too. Like, you know, we, we, we kind of get them in our minds that they're eggheads and ivory towers, but, but people all around knew both of them. They were known qualities because of the fact that they could teach people this way. So I would start with the Confessions with Augustine and then the Catechism of Thomas Aquinas. And then after that, it's just a matter of um, uh, finding people you trust to help you along the path, because it's easy to try to, like, Augustine's corpus is huge. Thomas Aquinas writes so much. So having a friend who's been there before is pretty essential as well. But I would start with the Confessions for Augustine and the Catechism of Thomas Aquinas. Well, you're my friend that can help me with this. Uh, I'll tell you, when I when I you know was getting my Master's and, and reading the Summa, going through in a number of classes that was one of the more difficult things that i think i've ever done um and and really i mean it's as you said it's something that you know you can take 10 years and still not even be at the you know kind of scratching the surface of it It is so deep and beautiful uh and what a gift to the church it was as you said i know aquinas has played a pivotal role in your faith in your life what do we got coming up on your show today uh, we have uh, Sam uh, Raucha, who's going to come on. He was on a debate with uh, Catholic Answers Now. We're going to talk about uh, uh, saints and the social order and how that plays into education. All right. Uh, Bo Bonner, Dr. Bud Marr coming up at 10 o'clock this morning. You can also check it out at uh, iowacatholicradio.com, the Uncommon Good. Podcasted all there. Bo, talk to you soon, brother. God bless, John. All right, that puts a show in the books here on this Wednesday. Be back on tomorrow, live from the Mercy One Studio. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Make it a great Wednesday. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun Make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.